Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Mark Whittle. Mark, how are you? I am great. Um, really good, thank you, Shahid. I appreciate you having me on. And it's uh, it's a Monday morning, so um, I love Mondays. I don't know about you, but I love Mondays. So new start and a nice way to start the week. Yeah, it is Monday any day, really, right? Yeah, I think obviously Mondays have this sometimes a negative <laughs> yeah. connotation, right? The, the Sunday yeah, feeling on a Sunday evening. So I know um, the Sundays. Yeah, I remember Sundays um, when I was working at that uh, at the corporate office uh, many years ago. I used to I used to dread Sundays. Like I remember waking up on Sundays and I was like, crap. I'll talk to my brother, same thing. I'll talk to my friends, same thing. So everyone around me was having that same type of mentality. And I was involved in it at the same time. It was just a level of awareness, right? And I was doing it to myself, right? There was a few one or two guys here and there that you'll come across. They're saying Mondays, yes, Sundays, yes. But pretty much... Everyone is just like Sundays or Monday mornings are pretty difficult for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm a big believer that we can completely change the feeling if you're doing the thing that you're passionate about. And it takes a lot of time, a big commitment. And, you know, similar to yourself, I was in the corporate world for a long, long time and we'll probably get into that story, but yeah, it's taken maybe five years, but now I love Mondays and how many of us are prepared to put five years in to love yeah. it and maybe, maybe that's because we don't believe that you can actually love it on the other side of it but man i'm i'm a big believer in that mate and i've had the same experience awesome. so um i love yeah. it i love it mark yeah it does take a few years to mm-hmm. achieve this level um but we always like to kind of start with allowing the guests to kind of introduce themselves i know we just started talking but it's a very organic show here so i'll allow you to kind of in your own words introduce yourself and what you do yeah, great. Shad, where, where are you based, by the way? Toronto. Ah, okay. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I haven't been to stay. I've flown into Toronto. I, I spent some time in uh, Banff in Canada when I was younger. Oh, nice. Um, and I have friends from Toronto, so uh, I hope to be there one day. But yeah. Um, so top line about what I do right now is I'm a coach. I'm mm-hmm. fill in the blank, life coach, business coach, performance coach. But I ultimately work with business owners or mm-hmm. founders or CEOs. Um, and that's typically between the years of probably two to seven, that sort of high growth, mm-hmm. high scale period of the business where everything's chucked at you, which tests you and pushes you to your limits. Um, so it's a privilege to be able to help people navigate that journey. I say if if somebody was writing their book, I get to support them during the most challenging but most exciting chapter of that book and i get the benefit myself selfishly of learning a lot about myself by working with these people so that's uh i'd say that's 80 percent of my clients and then 20 percent uh professional athletes uh football or soccer players over here um to get to help them And, and again that's supporting them through a transitional period so usually leaving the game so identity shift of being an athlete and then changing to becoming okay. 
fill in the blank, you know, civilian or pundit or media person or whatever it is. Um, and then I spend uh, probably about 30, 20, 20, 30% of my time on the podcast, which is called Take Flight. And that's been going five years. That's the thing that set me off on this journey when I was working the corporate world and just found myself incredibly unfulfilled, having achieved all the things I thought was important. Started this podcast mm-hmm. and spoke with a load of friends to begin with, actually, but they were friends in high places. You know how it is. I was fortunate to know some people who've done great yeah. things. So it started there and just went on a, a crazy journey from there. So, and public speaking as well, which probably one of my most favorite things that I do, but I do it probably less than the other two. Well, that's awesome. And podcasting is amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just wonderful. Uh, and it just gives you a level of access to people you would never have an opportunity to speak with and gives you free resource to learn from the greatest minds in the world and leads oftentimes and not always, but oftentimes to some of the best relationships that are in my life. And yeah. Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, like same here for me. Um, you know, I was reading old books and and getting involved in entrepreneurship. How can I grow? And one of the things that kept getting to me was that same information from these books was you know be around the people that you want to be like, right? And it's like, how do you do that? Like, what do you mean? You know, so I was going to network events, you know, I was doing all Mm -hmm. those things. And at the events, it it wasn't, it didn't feel like that's where I want to be. And it just came to you, it's a podcasting, you know, and then everybody was telling me, go niche it down, micro niche, micro niche. And, you know, some of the greatest names, right? They're micro niche, but I didn't feel like micro niche was it, you know, so I just mm-hmm. jumped it and it just, it just took off and it's been incredible. Like you said, the people, the relationships that you build, you might not build a relationship with everyone, but you know, that, that one out of 10, they're pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange thing to do, right? Cause you go pretty deep with someone for an hour or, yeah. or more. Uh, that you may never have met before. And then sometimes you never speak to them again. So it's a kind of strange setup. But then sometimes, Mm. like you said, you'll then lead to this incredible relationship off the back of it. So I guess you've got to be Mm. grateful for for both of those outcomes. But it is a a strange thing to go like super deep with somebody and then sometimes never speak to them again. I know it is. It is. (laughs) That's enjoyable. And you mentioned, you know, when you go into a business, you're at that two plus mark. Um, you might find a lot of the strategies or a lot of the procedures that they're following may not, may not allow them to see that growth. So when you go in there, is that what you initially focus on is, is what the picture looks like at that day and then help moving forward? Mm, yeah, good question. This, um, it varies depending on the client. Um, usually it varies based off of how much work they've done on themselves, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they've done a lot of personal development work, they've got a pretty high level of emotional intelligence and self-awareness, mm-hmm. then I will go deeper with that. And that's what I'll start on them. So grasping mm-hmm. and understanding who they are, um, their limitations, self-limiting beliefs, glass ceilings, the record play that plays in their head every day, the things that they're telling mm-hmm. themselves, internal mm-hmm. dialogue. Um, Mm -hmm. and what all of that relates back to like traumatic events or otherwise, or just big experiences that have led them to think in a certain way, like Mm -hmm. a a really basic example I use is 
you know, um, let's take a female entrepreneur whose parents got divorced when she was 15, um, which she's never looked back at because it's painful, but she's having trust issues with her second in command in the business. And then we mm-hmm. identify that the divorce led to a certain narrative, which says I can't get too close to people because they could hurt me or something like that. Right. It's a really generic example, mm-hmm. but something along those lines with that understanding comes a lot of freedom and liberation around how you operate today because the body doesn't remember when it happened. It just knows the feeling's still there because you haven't overcome that. Um, Mm. So there's loads of nuances and intricacies in life around that, which, you know, we'll we'll never fully know, but we can do a good job of getting close to it. So that's how I start with people who've done a bit of work. And if, if, if people haven't done that before, then we'll be a bit slower. We'll probably have a period of what I call cleaning house, which is just, Mm figuring out all the shit that's going on now what you've created for yourself in life and Mm -hmm. business so trying to get that to a sort of basically steadying the ship (laughs) so Mm. we'll steady the ship and give you then space to do some of that internal work and then after the internal work we're like right let's fucking reach for the stars then let's create whatever Mm. lifestyle that you want for yourself from a healthy place Mm. um Mm. and then put the practices habits and routines in place in order to do that do you ever when you meet with a prospect, do you ever find that they, they obviously need the help on the mindset side or the internal world side, um, but they don't believe so? Hmm. Yeah. I think most people who have, if you're talking about a prospect and they've shown hmm. some interest, then mm-hmm. usually they're more open to it. If I'm, di- mm-hmm. if I'm approaching uh, somebody, then yes, all oh. the time which is mm-hmm. why it doesn't tend to work, to be honest. And I pretty much work exclusively mm-hmm. on either referral or like like a warm referral as in someone's looking for a coach or mm-hmm. a referral where someone said, you benefit from a coach, speak to this guy that I know. <laughs> you know, So they kind yeah. of loosely know what it is, mm-hmm. but yeah, absolutely. Because the we, we a lot of us anyway choose to switch off that and we're not open to change the egos defending yeah. us or looking after us and mm-hmm. protecting us. So. Yeah. And then, and then with those, like, you know, pretty much rule number one with coaching is you, you can only work with people who want it, not need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mindset and internal world is a, is a sensitive topic for, for many. They don't want to, they don't want to go there. Yeah. Um, you got, you, you got to trust massively to, you know, massive. open the, the closet to your deeper secrets. And, um, but you know what, when someone does it, it's mm-hmm. you can see the relief on a lot of people's face, especially those who are who are refusing to do it or think they don't need the help. Like when they finally go and lift all this weight off their shoulders and share the things that they've been unknowingly or unconsciously pushing down, it's such a relief. So it's actually again privileged to be involved in those chats. Yeah, it's so incredible. It's it's the I find I find it like a foundation, right, to everything not just business, but your life, your relationships, and to become aware that there is work that needs to be done is the first step. And they approach you and you talk to them and you find that there's trust, no like trust aspect to it. Um, You know, people will give it a try. They will open up and they will start kind of seeing and digging in what's going on. And this is, it's not an easy task but you're obviously mark very passionate about it right Mm. and that passion it seeps through that person's world you know they vibrationally you say so much 
to someone that it makes a decision for them, right? So, mm-hmm. so definitely whoever you're working with, they're connected with you regardless from the day from day one. Mm, yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, like if you say something that resonates energetically with someone, for sure, for sure, then you you are connected from day one. But you you know you said the term a few times, which I love. Which let's not skip over it. But the internal world, I say it's everything, right? That creates the lens that we see the world with it creates our perception it creates all of our experiences so until we understand that then you know or before we understand that why would we look there because mm. we live in the external so life is what we're seeing life is the events that take place life is oh, you know exactly. we're the um yeah yeah whereas when you realize the internal world dictates how we experience that then we can start to get oh fucking hell and that's a beautiful journey but like i said it's hard it's hard. It's it's super simple, but um, nowhere easy, you know. <laughs> so what and do you work uh, on? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and it's like Pandora's box, right? You open, you open it up, and then that's it. You know, you can't ever close that thing. <laughs> no. You think you've worked it all out, and then around the corner, there's another thing and another thing. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, what do they say? They say that once the chicken comes out of the egg, you can never go back in. Once they get a taste of that, once they get a taste of that, once they start feeling, ooh, you know, they wake up in the morning, they're feeling like, you know, vibration of, of just doing and action and, and mm. just connecting and being around people when they didn't really want to be around people, for example. Mm. That was me. And then you just feel like you, you just feel like the entire universe is on your side eventually when yeah. you get to that layer. Um, mm. But what do you start with? When you start with, do you start with them um, on the subconscious mind? Like, do you work on the internal, or first you find out the the issues or, or uh, traumas in the past, heal them, and then go to subconscious? How does it work with you with your coaching style? Well, you've got to meet someone where they are, right? With every mm. new client or, or anyone, you have to meet them with where they are on their journey. So, you know, usually a uh, a big question like what's the most important thing for us to address today mm-hmm. or what's what's the what's the thing that's holding you back the most today what's the thing that's challenging you the most today because mm-hmm. that helps you meet them where they are because they're going to then tell you their perception of where they are mm-hmm. if that lands perception like, yeah. their, their view of where they are right so okay mm-hmm. so the biggest thing that's challenging me in my life right now is my relationship with my wife mm-hmm. or whatever you know maybe that's their example or my mm-hmm. biggest thing that's challenging me right now is my sales director or mm-hmm. my biggest thing that's challenging me right now is my weight or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, cool. That's, that's the level that we're at right now. Let's address that. And this, that's part of that cleaning house mm-hmm. process, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, I can help with all those things. Let's just start digging into that and understand why. And then inevitably you end up going down something that which leads to some sort of belief philosophy or you know, some sort of mm-hmm. thought that's led them to be in there. Um, Mm -hmm. or like over a long period of time, how it's led them to be there. So starting where they're at, and then the next step would be to start to do gently, but some form of education. Again, like those terms, internal world versus external world. Like if someone's never heard that before, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, some people, you know, some people might not even, you know, (laughs) conscious mind to to unconscious mind. It's like, what? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to drop, but it's like, sometimes I make posts and, and I I talk about the inside out paradigm compared to the outside in paradigm. And then when I'm doing it, sometimes I think to myself, I go, 
I think I should be more, I should be explaining this a lot further because I think it's too broad. Like if you look at some of my older, my social media posts, you'll see it's like someone that knows what that is, they'll pick up on it, right? But if somebody knows, what the hell is this guy talking mm. about? But you, mm. you just pointed that out, it's just triggered that memory. <laughs> but that's great though, because like if so, yeah. say your target market or your target yeah. client, if you want them to understand that, then keep talking in that language. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because you don't mm, want to talk to the I ones do. who don't understand that, you know. Um, but also, I think part of the, the role of a coach is to try to make that the go-between yeah. almost between of some course. of that work to the, like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned relationships. And I find that even if an entrepreneur comes to to a coach, they'll come for, for example, business growth or business help. Mm. The relationship something about some kind of relationship when it involves someone else another person that comes in somewhere right like you have to deal with that relationship component somewhere in the coaching uh, um life life that you will be with that client so what would you say your top 3 suggestions would be to someone that you know that has a relationship issue of some sort. They're just not, they're not getting along. There's an issue. There's friction, right? There's on their mind. They're stressed out about it. It's always there. They're trying to work, but that relationship keeps knocking in the back of their head. What would you say to someone, top three suggestion ideas that they could work on if they had that problem? Mm. Well, there's only one. Okay. There's only one. There's only one thing to do, right? Or one thing to understand is that every body around us is just a reflection of what's going on for us internally. Mm -hmm. Good answer. So any friction or any issue or challenges we have with somebody else is only reflecting back the issues we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So fig figure your shit. Out. You know, take take it as yes. the indicator. Take it as the take it as the yeah. you know free fucking study and education of thank you for showing me what I have or what I don't like about myself or what I struggle with. Yeah. And it's hard for that's some. where to start. Mm -hmm. mm. It's hard yeah, it is, for man. some it's... to hear that, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, it's hard to hear. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, all your it's... fault. <laughs> yeah, so, well, you know what? When I, well, a mentor of mine in the past, when he said to me, he said, Shahid, you got to get out of your own way, right? He said, mm. I got my ego was strong back then. Like my mm. ego, my ego is holding me back like crazy, Mark. I, I'll tell you. Um, and it's some of my culture and upbringing, whatever. It was just those paradigms programming that was holding me back to even talk to someone thinking that I was better, for example. You know what I mean? Like it was always there. And when that person, when they said that to me, I was like, whoa. Like I was in, internally crushed that he said mm. that to me. It's like, how could he say yeah. that? Get out of my and afterwards I didn't say anything, but afterwards I kept thinking, get out of my own way, get out of my own way. What the hell is he talking about? Get out of my own <laughs> way. It took me uh, a, a, a few months into the program, into like actually working on Interworld, that it clicked. I said, Oh, I am in my own way. Mm. And that's really is the same, you know, a similar thing about someone telling them, hey, what is it about you? Something about you internally that you don't like that you see in him. That's such a good phrase. I remember, I'm sure it was like a really random book. It was by mm -hmm. Tyrese Gibson. Do you remember Tyrese Gibson, the actor, R&B yes, singer? Yes, yes. 
Yeah. yeah. And just because I was, I mean, my dad was a coach, by the way, a bit of backstory. Oh, so I, I was, I was nice. exposed to a lot of um, coaching and a lot of the mindset stuff early on, but he coached more you? old school. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like more of the old school kind of like, yeah, you know, like all still very relevant, but like the Jim Rohn and the, you know, Bob yeah. Proctor, um, but, but very much on the business side. So set your goals, do all this. It wasn't about, mm understanding who you are to truly set goals that align with you. It was just more about the mm. structures and stuff, which still work today. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I ended up reading a book by Tyrese Gibson and I think the title was called how to get out of your own way. And I was maybe mm-hmm. like 17. I didn't, I didn't understand that for maybe like four or five years after that. And so, similar to yourself, I was, you know, big yeah. ego. I was, a, I was an athlete. So you're trained to have a big ego. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it's the, it's the worst thing to hear at the time. But then, and again, it's repetition, but it's the worst thing to hear at the time. But afterwards, the more you can own it, the ownership becomes the most freeing thing. Ownership and accountability is like one of the number one things I say to all of my clients. When you can own it all, all of it, then you can do something about it or choose not to. Um, But yeah, really, really difficult. Yeah. And choosing not to, unfortunately, is is very common. Mm. Yeah. And then there's there's almost a layer above that, though, as well, when you're like consciously choosing not to rather than Mm. choosing not to out of fear, you know, choosing not to do, not not to engage in a certain conversation because that might be an old pattern that would cause you to do that, something like that. You know what I mean? Avoidance. Mm. Yeah. But then consciously, like from a presence going, Mm. I don't need to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if my if my if my pattern, which it was, is to be overly aggressive, alpha. Yeah. That when I was in the corporate world, let's say somebody would, or I would translate it as somebody said something, and that they're, they're competing with me, or they're undermining me, or threatening <laughs> me, or one of these one of the many random comments which I may have then yeah. <laughs> translated as meaning that right. Maybe they didn't, but I yeah. translate that. So then yeah. my reaction is to go how in whatever language I want, but basically to go back in their face, full assertive, full, yeah. you know, alpha. Yeah. But when, but then when you learn that about yourself, then you can consciously choose inaction in that moment. Cause you don't need that. And you don't need to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't. And you know, it's, 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 it's all over in our schooling and sports and our parents and competitiveness, better, better than that person, better than that person. At the end of the mm. day, uh, we're streaming from the same ocean, you know? So um, it's, once we remove that layer, it's just incredible how clear things become, you know, and how, how clean and good relationships uh like magic automatically start improving when you start working on yourself. Like people always say, when I approach someone, when I speak to someone, they will say, Oh, you know what? My husband, my wife could really use your help. Right. Or my friend, you know, my friend Jack or whoever, they could really use your help. And and I Mm. say, you know, this might sting a little, but you can only start with yourself, start with yourself. So you get to a place where you can actually help others. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, we, we always tend to kind of point the finger outwards thinking mm-hmm. issues out there, like you mentioned earlier, but there's so much magic within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
couldn't agree more, man. It's like the stupid yeah, love- sayings, right? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's to say that, you know, the stupid sayings when you're a kid, when people say like, you point one finger at somebody else, there's three pointing back at yourself. And when you, yeah. you're a kid, you're just like, but yeah. then now it's like, ah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just proved my point. It is everyone's Yeah, fault. you proved my point. I'm point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Mark, like my best interviews, what I have like mindset people on or, or entrepreneur that secretly, or not secretly, but just within had, had worked on mindset, internal world. And it comes out in an interview. It just changes everything. Like I, I'm always mm. excited, always super grateful when I, when I have individuals like yourself, Mark, and because you're, you're providing incredible, incredible value. It's not about, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm showing nothing wrong with this, right? Obviously we need it, but I'm showing you how to do a Facebook ad or, or, you know, how to make an image, you know, those kind of things, business or how how to market, for example, right? Those are great. But what this does is generational. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that like individuals like yourself, what you do in society has so much depth and value to it that you can't even explain in words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Joe. I appreciate that, mate. I mean, yeah, like you said, right? We all need to know how to do a Facebook ad as well. We all, all need to know yeah, how to run a marketing campaign. Them, of we, course, we need we need to know how to onboard a client or even find one in the yes. first place. But who do you want to be when you're doing those things? Yeah, and that's what I try and help people to. How do you want to feel? Yeah, how do you want to experience yeah. that? Do you want to yeah. do that pissed off that you're having to do it, or do you want yeah. to do that with the freedom and the and, and being at peace with knowing why you're doing it and for the yeah. greater good? Yeah, not connected to the result, you know, not just mm. based on the result and fluctuating up and down. You know, I, I I remember, and you probably remember this too, that the the day would start. You know, I would pick up my phone and I'll look at the emails and stuff, and I would just start feeling frustrated right in the beginning. I didn't know I didn't know any better. Like I just, mm. I just this was natural to me, right? Like everybody around me was saying these are you know natural feelings you know that's what you you get you get frustrated you get angry right but it would dictate the rest of my day you know uh, my mind will be chaotic compulsive just con- completely just out of control thinking i wouldn't even know i'll be ready i didn't even enjoy any of that right and getting to work and it kept piling on piling on by the nighttime shit oh i didn't do this 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 going to bed frustrated and there's surprisingly majority like so many people are going through this right so hopefully this message gets to their ears or eyes or if they're watching it or listening that it doesn't have to be that way you have the control people like mark can help you you know like this is something that internally you've been gifted everything you just need to know how to use the tools that you were gifted. Our parents love them so much. We just, they just didn't know they were given from their parents and it kept coming on up to us. So now it's our responsibility to work with people like Mark, right, Mark? That's it, man. I know you said it perfectly. And I think the word that stands out is responsibility. It is a responsibility yeah. for all of us. Like I've, yeah. I've got a two-year-old daughter. Like, so that put oh. more responsibility on, but like, you know, we, we have to break these generational 
patterns, the conditioning that we've had imparted on us. And um, yeah, I say a lot, you know, learn to work with your biology, not against it. And you've used an example there, you know, how many of us pick up our phone straight away? And we know from studies now that if you pick your phone up first thing in the day, then you're far more likely to keep checking your phone constantly through the day. So if you can force yourself to stop for that first hour or even half an hour, then you're going to be working with your biology, having not programmed yourself that morning to keep your phone. There's loads of little yeah. things like that, like practices, tools, and things that you can implement to, to work with yourself to get the most out of yourself. But it's just initially educating and bringing awareness to that. Um, it's mm. awesome, man. When you start to see the heights that you can go to and how you can feel and, and how that makes you perform better, then yeah, it's endless, really. Endless. I, had, I did a post and, and, and I felt like I read somewhere in the mindset journey and I, I felt like, okay, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And then there was another layer, right? And then I felt, okay, good. And this was, it happened a few times. And then I realized that it, it, it's infinite. I don't think, I don't think mm. it ever ends. The journey. No, it doesn't end. It doesn't end. Right? <laughs> but that's what's great better, about it as better. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and and worse and worse. You know, there's polarity in everything. Yes. It gets great it and then you go and yeah, and then you go I thought I figured out and then you figure it out again and then you get a little, you know, it, it's constant. It's great. You got you learn to love both sides. Yeah. But you keep, you know, you keep adding the concrete and the bricks and you keep adding you still have that foundation somewhere that was a higher that is higher than your previous. Even mm. if you fall off, you're still stable, right? So you keep going up, and then if you fall down, you're still falling on a on a foundation that is stronger. I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree. I agree. And and Mark, what kind of recommendations you could give to the audience? No, I know we kind of talked about it. Um, morning ritual okay okay you know there are a lot of people talk about morning rituals whatever what would you recommend to someone watching or listening what to do to start shifting the internal world in the mornings just to start mm -hmm. off for now before they contact you for example right like something they could start doing immediately after watching this episode um i think it, it depends who you are right depends who you are and, and how you operate. So that, again, there's a responsibility on you to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Um, I'm very high energy. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me to like fly into my emails and fly into work and social media first thing. So I find meditation is really good because it kind of brings me down and relaxes me. Find, I find more presence. I can get a bit more centered before the, the chaos starts. <laughs> so I find meditation. Um, I've also found recently, I used to journal intermittently, um, but I found recently that journaling in the morning has been really helpful just mm. to, to get some of the thoughts out on paper. Um, journaling is great anyway. Like whenever I used to just do it when bad things happened, <laughs> almost <laughs> sort myself around a little bit, you know, um, yeah because you have that space between the thought and actually writing the words out, you can almost be a little bit more objective and see how ridiculous you're being. So that's, that's nice. Um, so meditation journaling, I do a cold shower every morning. I've done that for years, mm, you know, before here. the Wim Hof. Yeah. Nice. Uh, before the Wim Hof 
sensation. I mean, he's been doing it for longer than that, but um, that's just been a practice that I, I rely on. And again, working with your biology, not against it, that, that shoots norepinephrine through your system, helps with wakefulness, helps with focus. And, I, and I'm, I know myself to be an evening person. So mornings are a little bit more difficult. So cold shower is really good for someone like me. Um, and then you can throw any, any amount of other things in there, right? That's pretty much what I get at the moment because I've got, as I said, I've got a two-year-old. So then yeah. I have to start, you know, being on dad duty. But if you've got more time, definitely read read a book or listen to a podcast and that sort of content is going to lift your energy and, and motivate you to, to get on with things in the day. Um, it's worth saying as well that every Sunday evening, I write out my entire week. So I know what I'm doing ahead of time. So there's no questions or doubt around what's coming up the following day. Like I know what I'm doing this whole week in my head already. Um, awesome. Then I then I write down my goals for that week and I tend not to have more than five. So I have five things that I want to achieve. Like this week, for example, is a business development week because most of my activities are around biz dev. Um, I'm also coaching a lot. Um, but I'm doing more business development than other weeks. So in my mind, I'm like, this is a business development week. Um, and then other goals around health and, and other things. And then off the back of the goals, I will set intentions. So those intentions set me up for the activities that I'm, that I'm taking on, right? So those intentions are this week, for example, to be confident and capable because it's a business development week. I definitely want to be perceived as being confident and capable. Um, always presence is in there because I'm always coaching and that's the number one intention I set before I go into a, a session. Because um, of some of the personal things that I've got going on this week, like seeing my family and stuff, patience mm -hmm. is one of my intentions. So, you know, um, I do these things because, again, working with your biology, that is setting the intention. It's giving my mind something to focus on um, for the seven-day period. And then I do that again at the Sunday. So that just complements the morning routine as well. That's excellent. Thank you for sharing, you know, and, and hopefully it provides value to someone listening. Um, I find that morning, I'm, I'm pretty much, I find myself addicted to a morning ritual now, like I, I've been doing it for years. But before um, the transformation per se, um, I didn't, I I, I used to laugh when anybody said journal, you know what I mean? What do you mean a journal, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. and, and it's all those kind of things. It, it started becoming more clear is that once you work on yourself in the morning, your day does become more productive, right? And then over time, you get so hooked to that, that ritual that it's just like your, your fire, you know? It just lights you up for the day. And yeah. I love hearing from from different guests about their ritual and, and appreciate that you shared. Um, we always also like to ask our guests what their inner superpower is that got them to this point in their life. Oh, good question. Thank you. It's hard. I'm getting like two things that are it's coming okay. up mostly. Take um, your time. Bring it, get it from your heart, you know? Yeah. The first one I'd say is a sense of humor. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's, that's where um, we're getting a log. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I sense yeah. that. So, yeah, you know, same here. The, the ability to, this is a, an English term, but to take <laughs> yourself or to take the piss out of somebody else. <laughs> that basically means yeah. make fun of. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is so underrated. 
man. And like, you know, that's why I love the, uh, the laughing Buddha. That's exactly what he's yeah. doing. He's laughing. He's laughing yeah. at how ridiculous all of this is. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you, you in that laughter there, like what a lovely energy that is. Yeah. Thank you. And to be able to be able to do that in good times and bad times. So sense of humor to, to, yeah, to take the piss out of or to make fun of others or yourself is, is great. And I also notice that's a really good qualifier for me around my friends. Like if I make a little joke and someone laughs, then I know that we're on, immediately we're on a level. Yeah. Um, so important. Yeah. Um, and then to completely contrast that because there was, uh, you know, long, longer story of mine, but I suffered with my mental health, which is what triggered this whole journey. Mm. So I uh, lost my sense here. of humor for, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I lost my sense of humor for a while or like, or at least I felt like I didn't laugh as much as I used to. Right. So during that mm. period, what got me through was just sheer resilience, which is an overused term, but it really is like the refusal to give up under any circumstances. Yeah. And also the That's refusal, awesome. refusal to accept your current circumstances mm. are forever. Um, and that just turned into me working a lot and refusing to accept yeah, my circumstances and, and making sure I did everything I possibly could to change them. And that was what a lot of that five-year period was and actually the years before. Mm. Well, I'm glad that you're laughing now and continue that laughter, smile, and, you know, that joy is, is contagious. And you're mm. probably bringing that into your clients' lives as well. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be that serious, right? Nothing has to be that serious. Mm -hmm. Everything can be relayed back, relaxed. But this journey, we have to go through this journey regardless, right? So mm -hmm. we make it a pleasant one. It's pleasant for everyone then, not just you. Mm. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, you know, again, it's all these terms which, you you know, you don't think twice of when you hear them, but life is a gift and all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah. when you really grasp that, it's like, it's mm. so amazing to be here, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, like... It's so amazing. Yeah. And the little things are everything. Like, my, you know, my little girl is holding my hand at the weekend or we're laughing at her, her giggle, things like that. Like, you know, and then to the grander things of going to big sports events of watching performances and you know, being around that sort of energy and then being successful in business. Like all of these things are amazing. a privilege. So, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's a blessing every moment, you know, mm. every moment, every step, every breath sounds like a song, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely, it definitely coming from my heart because it was, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough if you don't have the strong inner world. It's life can be really, really tough, right? Like I, I you were there, I was there, uh, and you see that around, and you don't want that for anyone, especially when you get there to the level of awareness. You just want to help everyone, and I see that you're doing that. Yeah, thanks, Shad. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, you know what, Mark, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, spreading your message and your cool, relaxed energy, caring energy with the audience. Audience, you know, love you guys. Keep on supporting. Share the episode, comment, connect with Mark. Anybody that comes on this show, they... They're open, right? They're 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 spreading their wings, you know. They're coming out. They're 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 sharing their heart with everyone. 
There's no means, no reason why if you you have that feeling that, you know what, maybe I should contact Mark. Oh, what if he's like really expensive and all that? Just forget about all that stuff. You know, you don't worry about that at this point. You just want to go and see what that person has to say. Maybe there's something that sparks that could completely change the direction and the path of your life, which is which is what I want for all of you. And Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm grateful for your time, uh, for your energy to be present here with me um, during this episode. And again, I love building relationships, you know, keep in touch uh, anywhere I can help. Let me know if you're releasing a book or anything like that. And you want me to kind of go on social media with you or something more than welcome. Um, And um, yeah, thank you. If there's any last words you want to share as well. I just thank you. Keep keep doing your thing, mate. It's amazing. I've really enjoyed connecting. And uh, yeah, I think I just, you know, I know we've spoken a lot about, um, the responsibility of doing the work ourselves, right? But like you yeah. mentioned there a moment ago, it's so important also to get the right people around you because it is yes. hard. So, you know, making connections like this um, and people listening who, you know, want to reach out, reach out, don't be scared uh, to, to, you know, to either of us mm-hmm. or anyone for that matter. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah, mate, it's been, uh, been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem, Mark. Thank you so much. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on the show. And I'm going to send you an email and I'll let you know about uh, once the assets are released, once the episode is released, we'll send you the whole package with everything, all the content, you know, and uh, ask if you could share it on your network. And and mm-hmm. and that's, that's it. Thank you again and keep in touch. Great. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. <laughs>